Hey everybody, thank you so much for joining in today again. Today we're going to be talking about a little bit of our insecurities and how to find confidence in them through Jesus Christ, who loves us personally. Today's special guest is going to be Lottie Smith, my little sister. My name is Joseph Smith. This is the Joseph Smith Show. Hey everybody, today I'd like to start out by giving a big thanks to Big Rig Mike 78 who has given me a correction of how to actually fly my stars and stripes. Make a note, you always put the stars in the top left-hand corner if you're going to hang it vertically. Well, today, the target of trends and norms is always changing. The target is always moving, and when we do hit it on the mark, it's taken too long and we're considered out of fashion and we're considered socially awkward or not enough. Just that's simple enough. I would like to share with you today an experience that my mother had while serving an LDS mission. If you have not figured out figured it out yet, yes, I am part of the LDS church. I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And in our church, we have an institution in which boys at the age of 18 and girls at the age of 19 who are spiritually and physically fit can go and serve the Lord for two years in a random place in the world. My mother wrote this to me, wrote this to me and it is told in her perspective. I served a mission in the Canada-Toronto West Mission. I had always wanted to serve a mission since I was a young girl. I had an older cousin that I looked up to that served a mission. I remember listening to my grandma, Betty, read her mission letters, thinking how wonderful it would be to experience the things she was describing. I, always had an I also had an adopted big sister babysitter who was a return missionary as well. Because of their examples and a few other experiences in my life, I chose to go. This decision, as it is for most young men or women choosing to go on a mission, comes with some sacrifice. I'd be leaving behind or at least putting aside a very important part of my life, dance. I had danced my whole life. I was at BYU in the middle of my dance degree. I was part of a BYU, I was part of the BYU Modern Dance Touring Company, as well as teaching children's dance classes. This was who I was, a dancer. I also knew my time to serve the Lord and do my best to help bring souls to Christ had come, so I prepared to go. From the very beginning, I loved my mission. It was hard for, hard work for sure. And there were many discouraging, frustrating and heartbreaking experiences, but there were also wonderful, uplifting and spirit-filled moments that I will never forget. I think for most missionaries who go through, a, for most missionaries, you go through a period of time where you can feel insecure with your missionary efforts or doubt yourself as a missionary. You have to find yourself again and recognize who you are. To gain confidence in your relationship with Heavenly Father and not rely upon a perfectly executed dance performance or musical performance or a GPA or trophy or award to, divine, to define who you are. I had a few experiences where I gained greater understanding of who I was throughout my mission, but one experience in particular stands out that helped me overcome some personal insecurities and doubts about who I was as a person and a missionary. My companion and I had been working hard to add to our teaching pool without much success. It was also in the middle of winter, which was the coldest cold I've ever experienced in contrast to her life in Southern Utah. The work was going okay, but not as fruitful as they had hoped. We had a baptism, or as she had hoped, sorry. This is again, this is told from my mother's perspective. We had a baptism fall through, which had added to the discouragement and frustration. I felt like we were doing everything we were supposed to do, but why had we hit a wall in our work? I doubted my efforts. I doubted many things about myself personally and as a missionary, and for a time contemplated why it was I was out there. I went to the Lord for answers. I will never forget there were where I was when I knelt down to pray that evening. It was in 
the little front room of our small apartment next to our tiny Charlie Brown Christmas tree we had. My companion was in the next room writing in her journal, which allowed for some privacy. I knelt and prayed and pleaded with the Lord asking what it was I was doing wrong, explaining our frustration, not understanding what our purpose was in this area. I expressed my insecurities and doubts about what kind of missionary I felt I was. In the middle of all these thoughts, I paused and immediately felt a warm rush through me, a warmth rush through me from head to toe and a voice in my heart, a voice that told me that Jesus Christ knows me, that Heavenly Father knew me, knows me, and that they both loved me personally. I felt the calming peace of the Spirit fill my soul like a giant hug. That moment and that understanding was all I needed in answer to my pleas. I needed to be reminded of that simple truth that I was a daughter of God and that He loved me. I had no need for those insecurities and doubts as to who I was. This simple answer from Heavenly Father helped me to know what our efforts were or that our efforts were enough and that was all I needed to focus on. We were doing exactly what He required of us, serving with all of our might and mind and strength. I will never be grateful for... or. I will, I will forever be grateful of that sweet, gentle reminder from my Heavenly Father. My mother is an amazing example to me and brings to mind a quote from an apostle of Jesus Christ. Dieter F. Uchtdorf said, God knows you perfectly. He loves you perfectly. He knows what your future holds. He wants you to be not afraid. Only believe and abide in his perfect love. Okay, and now for our even more spiritual part of our episode, because the whole thing's been spiritual, <laughs> we're going to welcome to the show my kid sister, Lottie Smith. That's me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number 16 on the soccer field. She's amazing. I love her. And she's been begging me forever, and so I finally let her on. Okay, Lottie, we so mom had a spiritual experience where she kind of figured out her worth, you know, her value, mm-hmm. who she was. On her mission, um, have you had an experience where you felt Heavenly Father's love for you fill your insecurities? Yeah, I've had an experience. I actually want to share my experience of a time where I struggled with an insecurity for a while. Oh, until... Fine, I guess that's. <laughs> Jeez, <kidding>. Okay. <laughs> until um, Heavenly Father had like helped me find the confidence and strength to find who I am. Um, so some time ago during school. It's just walking through the halls and these two boys come up to me and tell me, Lottie, you're thick. I, you look really fat. Why are you so fat? And after that day, I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, believing what they said. And I remember I was telling myself, you know what? I am fat. Why am I? Why do I look like this? And <clears throat> I believed it so much that I would stop eating. And... um after a while of doing this, my dad noticed me one morning that I wasn't eating breakfast and I was he was worried about me. And he goes, Lottie, like, have you eaten anything? Like, I'm fine with making you anything. And of course I said, no, what, dad, I'm not hungry right now. I, I don't feel like eating. I'll just wait until lunch. And <clears throat> I remember after a soccer practice, my dad picked me up in the car and he said, Lottie, I've noticed there's something going on and we need to talk. And when he said that, I just remember I just started crying. My phone. <laughs> <laughs> I started crying. Okay. You started crying your balls off? Is that what you just said? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not supposed to say that. I started crying a lot. 
And um, I just noticed that I was ruining myself. And dad reminded me, Lottie, you are so beautiful. I love you so much. And I'm sorry for those boys who've said that. Sorry, I'm getting emotional. No, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> but he was like, <clears throat> I want you to remember this. He said, worldly things are not what we should attach to and to listen to. It's our Heavenly Father who we need to listen to and attach to. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> I kind of pondered over that saying. I was like, wow, that is so powerful. And it's saying that listening to the world, it will always change. Like, yeah. if I try to wear the new trend, it's going to change. If I change the way I act, it's going to change, you know? I will never feel good enough. But <clears throat> if I listen to Heavenly Father and His love, it will never change. And Yeah, He's the same yesterday, today, mm-hmm. and forever. Yep. He will just love us for who we are. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, he, he created us. He's, he's literally our heavenly father and we had Jesus Christ is our brother who loves us there. He was there from the beginning as well. And anybody who tries to tell us differently is incorrect. It's just not true. And we are lucky enough to know, you know, and you know now too. And it's, that is truly a saving when you're in times of doubt and personal distress where, you know, I'm a, I'm a daughter of God for crying out loud. I can do this because that power, that potential is in me to do so. Mm-hmm. And God created us, all of us individually. And I don't think God screws up his work, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And so none of us really, you know, there's not a lot of room for us to say oh, that you're not enough, you know, because it's just not true. So thank you, Lottie, for that yeah. experience. Um what reminds you, What is there something that reminds you of Heavenly Father's love or what gives you motivation and confidence? Um, some things that remind me of his love is seeing others being loved. So it could be like through service, like helping mom do the dishes without being asked, even though I need to work on that. <laughs> or just, I, was gonna, I was gonna say, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or just seeing maybe somebody opening the door. Like that yeah. just, you can tell that, It just fills your heart with love and joy. And it could also be like showing love, like you, Joe Mac. (laughs) After a long day, you'd always give me a hug before I go to bed. And you're like, I love you, Lottie. And even though I'm sometimes a brat and don't say it, (laughs) I love it when you do that. And it gives me a lot of joy. So, yeah, that's what I think. Um, And then... Lately, I've been thinking about... uh, you know, I've, I've mentioned Bo Hickman on this show before. <laughs> I'm going to do it again because Bo Hickman's awesome. Bo Hickman is a senior that graduated from our high school last year. Anyways, he's a great example. He always made everybody that ever talked to him just feel so validated, so important. Yeah. Our brother-in-law, our brother-in-law, Logan Wilstead, does the exact same thing. Anybody who talks to Logan and uh, Bo Hickman, they just feel like a hundred percent. They come out of that experience just thinking, you know, I'm, I am so cool. You know, I am, I am a hundred percent there. Whatever doubts I had, no use for them anymore. And that's the kind of love that we can give to anybody. You know, what's, what's the difference between you and Bo Hickman for, that's stopping you from doing that same thing, you know, and that's something that we should do because it is so easy. You know, somebody, we see somebody that's walking alone, that seems lonely. And it is not that hard just to say, Hey, say, hi, yeah. how are you doing? 
what's your name? You know, and that's just showing that's little things of love, you know, like what you're saying, holding the door open. Yeah. Um, motivation and confidence. Um, this is specifically for the women who are out there listening. Um, in our church, we have special themes for the young men mm. and yeah. the young women. In our church, we have institutions called Young Men and Young Women, where we you can we meet up once a week and on Sundays in our age groups to do spiritual thoughts and activities. But anyways, yeah, go ahead. So I just think I, I'm going to recite it, but. Oh, this is our young woman's theme yeah. she's going to tell us. And it just, it always gives me confidence because I have it hanging up in my room. So every time I look myself in the mirror, it reminds me that I'm a beloved daughter. Um, so this is the young woman's theme. I am a beloved daughter of heavenly parents with a divine nature and eternal destiny. As a disciple of Jesus Christ, I strive to become like him. I seek and act upon personal revelation and minister to others in his holy name. I will stand as a witness of God at all times and in all things and in all places. As I strive to qualify for exaltation, I cherish the gift of repentance and seek to improve each day. With faith, I will strengthen my home and family, make and keep sacred covenants, and receive the ordinances and blessings of the Holy Temple. And so that's it. And after reading it, my favorite part is the first part. I am a beloved daughter of heavenly parents with a divine nature and eternal destiny. And yeah, to me, this means like I have a purpose in life. I'm here right now in the world to be a beloved daughter to everyone and to myself. And I, uh, that's so important. That's so important to remember love. Again, I've said this before, before on the show many times, love is the highest law. Love is the higher law that Jesus established here on earth. And for anyone boys, girls, to know that you are loved. You know, there's the famous scripture, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son. And when I read that in my mind, when I know what Jesus Christ did for us here on this earth, what all that he suffered, what I think about when I read that story is not that he gave his only son, it's for God so loved the world that he gave us repentance. And that's what you mentioned there in the theme too. I will cherish the gift of repentance because sin will hold us back. That's sin is sin will make us insecure spiritually speaking. It'll destroy our confidence spiritually speaking. And when we can we when we can right those wrongs, we are literally filling those insecure filling those insecurities and those setbacks because God loves us. He gave us that way to get back that confidence that we might have lost or that insecurity that we might have gained or made for ourselves through our own through our own sin. So thank you. I, I love the themes that we have. Yeah. Um, okay. What is your advice for people who struggle with their confidence, with their insecurities? Um, so I actually found a talk from General Conference December 2020 called Let's Talk About Confidence by Lindsay Clyde. And she cited a quote from Elder Dieter F. Uchtdorf of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles. And it said, If we look at ourselves only through our mortal eyes, we may not see ourselves as good enough, but our Heavenly Father sees us as who we truly are and who we can become. He sees us as His sons and daughters, as being of eternal light with everlasting potential and with a divine destiny, unquote. Um, This quote quote helps me feel like a confirmation that we are His children and we are beings of infinite worth and value yeah and by learning like to think how he would think or 
act how he would act. That's yeah. kind of what I got out of it. Um, there was, you know, in our in our church, we we have this great, you know, it's kind of a theme within our church. Hear him, you know, God's God saying to Joseph Smith, "This is my beloved son. Hear him." And when we God, the only thing God has asked us to do is be like this guy. <laughs> this is my beloved son. Do what he says. And God said, or and Jesus said, if, if you love me, keep my commandments. And the when we uh, when we can at some point we can't never really comprehend, but when we kind of have an understanding of how much worth we have to God and Jesus Christ, because God created us, right? If when I if I were to build something with my hands, I would cherish it because man, that's my hard work. If I create something beautiful, and every single one of God's creations are beautiful, right? In Genesis. In Genesis, every time he creates something, it was good. And it was good. You know, he didn't make something and it was bad. <laughs> it never says that in Genesis, not once. But everything was good. And so all of our, every single one of his creations are of so much worth. And he, all God asks for us to do is, hey, follow this guy, hear him. So I love that. Thanks, Lottie. Yeah. So if, if people are lacking on their confidence, I think it would help if they build other other, like other people's confidence right so like sometimes i catch myself saying wow she is way more prettier than i am or why can i be smart like him like he's so smart and instead of saying that i should be building them up so instead i'd say wow you are so pretty or great job on the test man i love how you're smart because i know that's building their confidence in themselves as well as mine and so confidence will help you succeed in anything either if you're being insecure about something or wanting to do better in school or even with sports have the confidence to build yourself up when you fall or have the confidence to build up others when they fall and just have the confidence to understand yeah. who you are so i love that lottie thank you so much you know what? we're gonna we're gonna end it there because you did <laughs> awesome that's a great way to end it thank you so much for being on the show lottie of course. I love yeah. you, Joe Mack. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening today and listening to my little sister. I love her so much. She did awesome. Please make sure to join us next week, Monday at 7 a.m. as normal for our new episode of the Joseph Smith Show. Thank you guys so much. My name is Joseph Smith. This is the Joseph Smith Show. Thank you.